0: You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast sponsored by Natural Stacks. This is the show everybody who's into performance and biohacking should listen to. If you want to know more about Optimal Performance, check out optimalperformance.com. You were looking for a way to change your life. You got it. I kind of think in some ways, selfishly, that it should remain a secret because it is such an advantage that I kind of want to keep to myself. Natural Stacks.
1: Natural Natural Stacks. Stacks. Shout out to the guys over at Natural Stacks. Start optimizing your mental and physical performance. Optimize yourself. All right.
0: Happy Thursday, all you Optimal Performers, and welcome to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast, sponsored by Natural Stacks. Um... I am your host, Ryan Muncy, um, and I have our guest, Brittany Lieb, with me today. So, Brittany, say hello. How are you?
1: Hi, guys. How are you?
0: Um, so, for everybody listening, Brittany is a fitness model, nutrition coach. Um, she is a University of Maryland graduate, and she is also a natural stacks sponsored athlete. So, um, today we're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about Brittany's fitness journey, talk about some nutrition stuff, Um, before we do that, I just want to remind you that these show notes will be available at optimalperformance.com and we love five-star reviews on iTunes. In fact, we will reward one lucky reviewer with some free goodies from natural stacks. So head on over, give us a review, let us know what you think, and you can be entered to win some really cool stuff. Speaking of really cool stuff, our fact of the day is cold brew coffee. I know we have a lot of coffee drinkers in our audience. So cold brew coffee is 67% less acidic than traditional hot brew. Um, Brittany is actually a big cold brew drinker. Um, She's going to tell us how she makes it herself. But before I let her do that, um, anybody who has acid reflux, definitely tune in and pay attention here. So take it away, Brittany.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Thanks, Ryan. So um, I've been a coffee drinker my whole life, even since I was a little kid, and um, I developed acid reflux probably in my mid-teens, and I didn't really know what it was from, but um, I learned that coffee was a, a big culprit of why I would randomly throughout the day kind of regurgitate, and I didn't know why, so I started taking medications, but I'm, I'm pretty anti-medication, so um, I tried to find a natural way to reduce the acid reflux that i was having while still being able to enjoy my favorite beverage so um it's really actually pretty simple you just take regular coffee grounds that you would put in a coffee maker instead of going through the process of putting it in your coffee maker you mix one cup of coffee grounds with four cups of cold water you mix it up put a lid on it put it in the fridge let it sit for 12 hours overnight and then filter out the coffee grounds with um a keep it in the refrigerator. It's pretty concentrated. So, um, I usually fill up half of a, jar, a Mason jar with my, uh, cold brew. And then I top the rest of it with some ice.
0: That sounds delicious. So do you drink when you, when you drink your coffee, are you a butter or coconut oil or brain octane MCT oil adder? And if you do, how does mixing it with cold
1: um I actually I well cuz because it's cold brew the um the bulletproof coffee method it doesn't work as well right? because um the 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 coconut oil or butter I'm actually dairy free so I don't do the butter um but the the coconut oil actually separates from the the cold brew so um but I do I'm a big stickler with coconut, a tablespoon of coconut oil every morning, but it has to be virgin, has to be cold pressed. Otherwise, it's not a medium chain tri- triglyceride, MCT.
0: Explain that one to us just to make sure our listeners get that.
1: Um, medium chain triglycerides, um, they actually don't, they are immediately well, converted into energy other than like, uh, say, butter or the, the, hot-pressed, non-virgin method of creating coconut oil or um, or yeah. refined, as you would say. I pretty much buy all of my oils unrefined for that primary reason, because it's less processed. But the medium-trained tri- triglyceride, supposedly, uh, studies say that when you intake um, an MCT oil, there's a couple out there, but coconut oil is my favorite because it actually tastes good. Um, it is immediately goes in through our system and is immediately converted into energy. So, uh, they say that it's, it does not break down or stores as fat. Our body immediately uses it. So I like to have it in the mornings when on a, on an empty stomach when I'm fasted because I do intermittent fasting.
0: Okay. How do you set up your intermittent fasting?
1: Um, my intermittent fasting is my eating window is from noon to about nine o'clock at night. Um, I think this is, uh, what I would call, uh, the, I think it's the best dietary method out there. I've done a lot of research, um, and I'm really big into primal eating and, and the primal way of life. We didn't have refrigerators back then. We weren't able to eat breakfast every morning. We had to hunt our food and we weren't able to eat until, you know, mid afternoon. So I believe in continuing that method, that way of evolution. That's how we evolved. So I go back. That's why I'm dairy-free because we weren't able to um, process dairy back then. Um, So,
0: I'm a big fan of intermittent fasting. I know a lot of our listeners likely are too in some form or fashion. There's a lot of information out there that women shouldn't do intermittent fasting. and, And a lot of women have had negative results. So what are you doing differently? Why does it work for you? And, you know, with your nutrition clients that you coach, you know, have you run into that? How do you avoid some of those common pitfalls associated with women and fasting?
1: Ryan, this is, this is actually really huge because when I started intermittent fasting, I hit a lot of bumps and, and grinds along the way because I took a lot of advice from two of my best guy friends who also do a lot of bodybuilding with me. Um, and their recommendations didn't always work for me because I'm a female, because I have more ups and downs with my hormone levels, you know, keeping our hormone levels regulated is really important for women. And Men are a lot are actually able to have smaller fasting when uh, smaller eating windows. Mm-hmm. So my guy friends would fast for like 20 hours. And I tried doing that, but it it just doesn't work for us. We don't have the testosterone or the hormones to sustain our muscle mass the way that that men do. So that's why I, I highly recommend our eating window to be no less than eight hours. Um, it's really important to keep it from, I, I like eight to 10 hours. I think that's a perfect eating window. And also your training schedule has a lot to do with it. Guys can train, you know, early in the morning and they can keep fasting for another six hours. That anabolic window, that 30 minute anabolic window doesn't really, they're saying that the studies show that it, it's not that big of a, uh, it's not that big of a deal. Right. You know, you don't, it's not a 30 minute window anymore.
0: That, that window was invented by supplement companies who yeah. just wants you to um, buy supplements. <laughs> um, I know we're a supplement company at Natural Stacks, but uh, we're all about the truth. So um, so I guess <laughs> well, based on what I you... Will
1: say, base, I will say that um, one thing that is huge with intermittent fasting in women is BCAAs, branched-chain amino acids, which Natural Stacks is by far my favorite line of branched-chain amino acids because most BCAAs are flavored they have a lot of additives, a lot of artificial sweeteners, and all that. I take one dose of BCAAs prior to working out, and then I take another dose intra-workout, and that ma- that maintains that that muscle mass that I have. And I I have a lot of muscle mass for a female, so it's really important that I keep my gains, and uh, I don't, and I just continue burning the fat, not the muscle, because our bodies, as women we are scientifically programmed to store that fat for reproductive purposes. And, you know, men, not so much. You guys are, your bodies are programmed to use up fat for fuel. Ours are not. So it's really important to keep those BCAs going to keep that, to keep your lean muscle mass.
0: Very cool information. So based on what you said, are you working out around 10, 11 a.m. right before you start your eating window at noon?
1: So, I work full-time. Um, so, during the week, I actually work out around 4 or 5 o'clock. Okay. But um, on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, I do fasted training. And I, I work out at about 9 o'clock. From, from 9 to about 9, nine ten, I do some fasted cardio. And then I do heavy, heavy, maxing out my lifts as hard as I can push myself um for about an hour and 15 minutes and then i do about 15 minutes of a cool down maybe cycle or a little bit of treadmill maybe some some jogging to let my body to release some of that lactic acid buildup from the lifting i just did and then i wait actually two hours after my last lift to consume any food
0: okay Cool. So what does your eating window look like? Are you eating high carb, low carb? Talk to us a little bit about that setup and and what your goals are.
1: So I'll keep it kind of simple because, you know, I change it up a little bit here and there. But primarily macro fitness is is is, is what I really focus around is intermittent fasting and macro fitness. So I do 40% protein, 30% carbs, 30% fat. Um, I keep my protein pretty high. Um, I eat about eighteen hundred calories a day. Um, about a hundred and fifty grams of protein, about a hundred and forty grams of carbs, and about fifty grams of fat. Um, but I do carb cycle but only about twice a week when I get really, when I'm, when I have a photo shoot or like a feature coming up or something or a competition and I get really crazy with my carb cycling and that's, it's a little complicated, um, even for myself to understand sometimes. <laughs> but, um, I'd say that the easiest way to start yourself into carb cycling, if you're, if you know about macro fitness and you understand 40, 30, 30, um, and you're pretty, you're pretty consistent with your carbohydrate intake. I mean, I, I think carbs are essential for building mass, but also cutting, keeping your energy levels up. Fat's important too. I think it's all important. So it's it's good to have a balance. That's why I like 40, 30, 30, because you're not, you know, you're not no carb, high fat. You're not high fat, you know, no or high carb, no fat. You know, I think it, it's balance. We need balance. We've had balance in our lives forever. So, um, it's good to maintain that, but if you have a cheat meal, say on Saturdays, I usually do a low carb day on Friday and Sunday to, to kind of surround and bracket that carb, that high carb cheat day.
0: Gotcha. Now you mentioned, um, if you have any shoots or, or competitions, anything coming up. So where are you competing? Um, you know, are we talking physique or, or bodybuilding or what are you
1: competing? I did bikini. Okay. Um, I am a nationally qualified bikini competitor, but really my my uh, my goal when I decided to compete was not to become a IFBB pro or anything like that. It was really to get recognition, to get clients, to to get my name out there, and and that was uh, and I did such that um, my photographer Edgar Artiga he's gotten me into muscle and fitness hers like nine times so far. And I'm hoping right now I'm, I'm prepping for, uh, I'm hoping to be a feature in muscle and fitness hers, maybe this July or August with him. So
0: awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so tell us, I I guess it sounds like you're competing to try to give yourself a platform from, from which you can educate and, and help a lot of people. Yeah. Tell us about your vision. What do you want to create in the next three, five years? Where do you see it going?
1: Well, uh, it changes from time to time, but um, I started out really just, I like helping people. Um, A lot of what I do is to give myself experience so that, you know, I'll purposely go out of my way to see what it's like to have an eating disorder so that I can target people who have eating disorders and I can sympathize with them and I can help them achieve or overcome some of their eating disorders. Um, Binge eating disorder is really huge with women right now. So helping under like getting to understand that um, and, and almost cure a lot of problems. Like my whole journey really started with me curing my ADHD and anger problems through diet. I, I, I swear that diet is the culprit of all of our problems and you know, whether you have anger problems, anxiety, ADHD, I mean, I was on medication my whole entire life, and I was, it just got to the point when I turned about 18, I got so sick of being on medications, I was tired of carrying around these medi- these bottles of whatever, and my parents, they work full-time, so they didn't have time to research this kind of stuff, and I did, um, and I can successfully say that I am not on one medication today.
0: That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. So, I, I think we can, we already kind of have a background on, on how you eat now to avoid those things that you just mentioned, whether it's ADHD or, or anger. What foods did you notice triggered it more than anything? What did, what did you really have to get away from?
1: Um, so, with ADHD, I started, I had to tackle one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So, um, ADHD was my first one because I thought, I, I think my anger stemmed from my medication. Um, being on Adderall, since I was in second grade, I was on 60 milligrams, which is a lot of Adderall. Um, some people can't even handle 10 milligrams. And I was on 60. I was like a cracked out chipmunk. I couldn't handle it anymore. So, um, I cut out dairy, chocolate, even cocoa powder. So like, um, a lot of people, when they say, when I say chocolate, I mean, cocoa powder unsweetened as well.
0: Like the Um, hundred percent good stuff.
1: Yep. Wow. No, I went dairy free for six months and I went, I substituted carob powder with cocoa powder because I have a serious chocolate problem. And I used to drink like a gallon of milk a day. I am a hundred percent dairy free now. Um, except the only dairy product I do consume is whey protein. Um, but because it is processed to a point where a lot of the bacterial properties that you would get from straight milk are not there. And the problem with dairy is it our body wants to store it as bacteria. The carbohydrates, the sugars and everything that are in dairy, just pure milk, whether it be whole milk or cheese, our bodies don't really know how to digest it very well because we didn't evolve digesting it. So it stores it as a bacteria. Well, I worked with a nutritionist in California when I first started. And she told me that it, it's basically like a thunderstorm in your body. When you would intake dairy, it's it goes into like a state of shock, and it doesn't know how to properly digest it, so it just stores everything, and kind of like mats it to the insides of your, uh, and kind of sticks it to the to your organs until it can figure out what what to do with it, and then eventually when. It starts to break it down. It just takes a really long time. So this built up bacteria and to- these toxins start to like oxidize in your system, giving you a chemical imbalance. So um, cutting out dairy and chocolate was a big one. I also cut out uh, all processed foods. That's a given. Um, I only I basic my live I live by the theory if it doesn't if it comes from the ground and it has a mom, eat it. So if you can't, and people are like, people always ask me, you know, if you go out to eat, what do you eat? Uh, I said, you know, if you can make it at your house, then order it. I'm not talking noodles. I'm talking 100% from scratch. If you can tell me, if you can make those fretticini noodles from scratch without asking for the ingredients, then by by all means, order it. But I guarantee you that those noodles aren't as good for you as those potatoes or that rice. So I stick with, I'm a pretty primal minimalist eater Our minimal ingredients i always tell them to hold the sauces on the side because sauces is what get you they just pour butter and oil and everything mm-hmm. you know restaurant eating is really hard but i've had multiple clients successfully on um on restaurant diets you know if they're a sales associate and they're always out in the field meeting clients for appointments they're like brett i can't i can't bring my own food to a client meeting that looks right. weird and so I taught them how to lose weight. I have one of my clients, he lost 30 pounds, lowered his, his cholesterol and blood pressure all through eating at restaurants.
0: That's awesome. Smarter eating. Yeah, that's awesome. That, those are some really good uh, tips there. Um, so, you know, we were talking before we came on air, you're pretty young, you're 25, you're, you're fresh out of Maryland, like we mentioned, how'd you get hooked up with Natural Stacks?
1: Um, it started on my, the beginning of my fitness journey. So my diet journey started with ADHD that started around the time I was 18, but, um, my second bucket list item after I overcame the ADHD and, and mood disorder part of my healthy journey, it was a bodybuilding competition. I, it was on my bucket list and I said, I'm going to do it. Um so I went about in June 2013 is when I started training for it. I did a 10-week prep. I cut 1% body fat each week and I gained eight pounds of muscle in ten in ten weeks, which is pretty unheard of at the time. I just busted my butt. I didn't have it. I didn't have a job so I could dedicate full time all my time to training and eating right. And um about midway through my journey, uh I got a lot of followers on Instagram and Ben Hebert contacted me, and he's like, hey, I really want you to try my product. And I was like, all right, yeah, sure. And at the time, I had a lot of companies contact me saying that they wanted to sponsor me and this and that, but I'm not going to lie, I had probably four or five different companies send me stuff, and it was absolute, I was repulsed by it. It was disgusting. I, I couldn't even take it. I gave it back to them, because I'm like, one, I'm not going to tell people to take this stuff. Two, it tastes like crap. And three... I'm, I don't want to put this in my body. Like it's, it's, it's not natural. I don't know what's in it and it's not doing anything for me. So Ben actually, he, he sent me smart caffeine and Siltep. It was like the first, it was like the first products they started coming out with. Right. And I used it as my pre-workout and it made my workouts go from one extreme to the next. Like, I'm not kidding. It was a total turnaround. Did a 360 and my, my, I started sending PRs. It was absolutely amazing. So once I ran out, I contacted Ben, and I was like, Ben, I I got to have more of this stuff. Like, how do I get it? And we started talking back and forth, and I said, you know, I'll rep it. I'll rep it for you. And from that from that moment forward, I just started representing the brand. I was really happy to be a part of the team.
0: Cool. That's very cool. So we we've talked to a couple of different podcast guests about using – Siltep or, or any nootropic for that matter as pre-workout and not many are so I'm I'm really curious to hear how you're using Siltep and and you know do you recommend it to any of your coaching clients and and how are you teaching them to use it before workouts
1: that's actually really surprising um I think so I, I did Siltep smart caffeine and biocreatine for a, a pre-workout stack for a little while there um and I like the bio creatine, but for some reason there's something about the Siltep and the smart caffeine together by themselves that gave me it. It kind of increased my, it was almost like a natural thermogenic. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with thermogenics, but they're, they're like, you can, you can order them from cell has them, but they're not natural to, uh, to fat burner. Um, But it kind of revs up your heart rate a little bit, and it kind of gets your blood pumping and raises your your body temperature a little bit so that you get, one, a better workout in. You sweat a little bit more, and you feel like you're putting in more work. Um, And there's something about Siltep. Mental clarity was a huge thing with me. When I'm in the gym... Getting distracted is one of the number, I think that's one of the number one causes why people don't get good workouts in. Yep, And agreed. it's really easy to get distracted. <laughs> you know, all you have to do is take out one headphone, and it's like the universal signal for, hey, come talk to me. Yeah. But once you, once someone starts to talk to you, your, your workout is almost ruined. It's like interrupting you during an exam. You got to put your time in, you got to stay focused, and Siltep keeps you in that focus. Smart caffeine keeps the energy there, and it helps with the muscle fatigue. For someone like me who lifts really heavy, my muscles fatigue fast if I don't have caffeine in my body.
0: Okay, cool. So what other products supplements do you like to use to optimize not only your performance but you know as a bikini competitor and fitness model uh, obviously appearance is something that you have to pay attention to as well
1: yep appearance is uh definitely one of the most important things when it comes to competing so uh like i said siltep and smart caffeine are my favorite pre is my favorite pre-workout stack i've recently added dopamine to that pre-workout stack kind of to see where it'll take me. Uh, just started, so I can't. I don't want to say how if I like it more or not yet, because <laughs> right. my body still hasn't adjusted to it yet. Okay. Um, but whey protein obviously is really important. So one thing that I like to do is to keep my because water is really important. Um, I'm not a huge fan of protein shakes, but what I've been doing recently, and I absolutely love it, after about an hour to two hours after my workout. I will blend like 20, probably 32 ounces of water with two scoops of matcha green tea. It has to be like the pure green matcha green tea. And then a scoop of the vanilla bean natural stacks whey. And it's almost like a really, it's like a cold brew of the the natural stacks vanilla bean gives the green tea just enough flavor, just enough sweetness to that big 34 ounces of water plus you're getting hydrated and you're getting the benefits of matcha green tea um, which is high quality caffeine and um, antioxidants and resistant starch I also use natural sex resistant starch with my protein pancakes I'm a big protein pancake fan um, can you
0: share the recipe
1: I can all right what do you it got is a third of cup of oats um, half of a scoop of resistant starch, one tablespoon of psyllium husks, one tablespoon of coconut flour, one teaspoon of baking powder, one egg, and a half a cup of almond milk, and a half a scoop of whey protein. Blend it up, pour it in like protein pancakes, and you get about four really nice size
0: hockey pucks okay do you have uh one of those a, do you have a picture of that on your instagram account
1: i have plenty of them all right we're we're gonna have to <laughs> and pull that to out pour it into a waffle maker so make oh, some waffles
0: good call good call it's
1: a universal what, recipe
0: what about like mini muffins cupcakes with the same recipe yep.
1: it's a pretty universal recipe okay. i've made donuts out of it um i've made excellent pastries if you want to call
0: them pastries okay all right very cool Um, any other products that, that are, you know, must haves in your daily regimen?
1: Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of juice plus, but it's, um, they make shakes, they make protein bars and also, um, they have like kind of a multivitamin thing. Um, I really like their, I use juice plus capsules. It's, it's got like 30 different fruits and vegetables in this little capsule, Um, And it's actually not a supplement. It is actually considered a food, which is why I take it, because I don't know if uh, if, uh, another reason why I like Natural Stacks so much is I trust the company. What a lot of people don't realize is supplement companies, it's not FDA approved most of the time, and they can put whatever they want on that supplement label. They can lie and say, you're taking a 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, but really there's only 2 milligrams of vitamin C in that thing. And I just don't trust a lot of vitamin, com- vitamin and supplement companies. And Juice Plus was, is one of the multivitamins that I do trust because it is FDA-approved, and it is um, backed up by because it's a food instead of a supplement. I also take, and I make sure that all my vitamins come from a high-quality source or a trusted company. So my local market, David's Natural Food Market, in Forest Hill, they have, they make their own uh, vitamins. So I take vitamin C um, and I use natural stacks, vitamin D3, and I use a joint support and obviously um, coconut oil. Awesome.
0: Okay. Um, So it's June when we're recording this summer beach season, you know, pool parties and all that are coming up. So talk to us a little bit about some of the prep that you do maybe the week before a photo shoot or a contest that our listeners could apply um not the whole fat loss plan not the whole 10 weeks but that last week so that if they have a pool party or if they want to look good when they go to Vegas or something in the weekend um what are some of those you know final peak week tips that that our listeners can put into practice
1: I call it my operation shred program all right um I've actually given it to a couple of my clients, uh, who I, cause you have to be careful. It's kind of a science. The body, when it comes down to it, is science, right. our bodies respond and react to things in a certain way and doing them the right way is really important. So a lot of people can benefit from this if they're already kind of there, like lean. Um, if they have a lot of body, body fat percentage on them, a lot of times you don't see much of this difference, but, I usually start out, so if I were to start, if I was going to the beach on a weekend, say a Friday, I'd start it seven days prior to my my weekend, so Friday. Um, I'd start taking in about a gallon to, to a gallon and a half of water every day. I would cut all my sodium intake out, um, and it was only, sodium You should only cut out for five days, though. Any longer than that, it's it's not good for you. Um I'm not saying that this operation shred <laughs> is the best healthiest thing in the world for you, but it's only a week.
0: Yeah, and um, we'll be clear on that. Works. It's it's definitely it's not a long term diet, it's not a um, no. you know, and it and it's not gonna turn you from obese to shredded in a week. This is exactly this is make the best of what you sure. have. Yeah, make the best of what you have for a day or two days.
1: Yep. It kinda it's it kind of shrink wraps you, and it's pretty unbelievable um, what what your body how it responds to certain things. So I start out about a gallon a day, um, and I take dandelion root, um, and usually I eat a lot of celery because it's a natural diuretic to expel the water out of your system. So what the excess water does is it trains your body to not store any water. So for seven for about Six to seven days, the low sodium keeps you from retaining water, and the excessive water also keeps you from retaining water. People think, like, oh, the more water you drink, the more water you're going to hold on to. It's the complete opposite. Yeah, we're
0: actually getting your body into flushing mode when we do this.
1: Exactly. So it is actually pretty detoxative. Um, So you are kind of expelling a lot of toxins that you put into your body over the course of several months if you do put any toxins into your body. I kept my caffeine to a minimum and I also cut out a lot of supplements because caffeine is a natural, even though caffeine is a natural diuretic, um, you want to save a lot of your nap, your other diuretics for like the last day. So the last day is like when I really shrink wrap because so for seven days, lots of water, one to two gallons, no sodium. And then that. Say, say my photo shoots on a Saturday, that Friday before I cut my water off 24 hours prior to my photo shoot. So your body is still in that I'm drinking two gallons a day thing. So it keeps expelling the water. You're not retaining any water because you're not taking in any sodium, but your body keeps expelling. And it's crazy because you'll cut your water off and you'll keep peeing all day. And you're like, whoa, this is crazy. I haven't drank anything today. And then that night is when I'll usually have maybe some coffee or wine, one glass of wine to just kind of give you that extra oomph on the dehydration. And the next day you're shredded and more vascular than you've ever seen yourself. And I also, the night before, I also have a small cheat meal, like um, like two cookies or something, because the sugar, the lack of sodium and the lack of sugar that you're taking in your body Um, I also make sure that whole week I don't take in any sugar, maybe like less than 10, 10 grams of sugar a day. Most of my carbs are complex carbs from, uh, like, um, oats or grains, rice or something, but no fruit. And then that way the night before, when you do have fruit, that sugar kind of fills up your muscles a little bit, your skin's tight and you look very vascular all your cuts are showing and you look perfect.
0: Yeah, so so you're eating the carbohydrates to refill glycogen stores, help your muscles look yes. full and and for anybody listening if you think that sounds fun to get to eat cookies. Any <laughs> any of those like whether it's some people do pancakes or cookies or whatever it is, it's it's significantly less fun when you can't drink.
1: Yes. <laughs> so I went 10 weeks without drinking.
0: Well, I mean, I mean like in that moment like oh, no water. Oh, the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And
1: that's what a lot of people don't realize. They're like, "Oh, you know, you you only cheat once a week." And I'm like, "I will say it makes your cheat that much better though. When you do only limit yourself to one cheat meal a week, but it it definitely makes you uh when you cut your water off, it definitely makes you Really appreciate
0: water when you can have it again. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about your your coaching strategy. I know you said before we came on air that that you have a lot of different strategies for people with different goals. Um, And that's something we talked about that in one of our previous episodes where, um, you know, what you do should always be dependent on what you're trying to accomplish. And, you know, everything's goal dependent. So tell us a little bit about your coaching style and, you know, how you help people with different needs.
1: Um. My strategy is a little bit different than a lot of people's because I have never thrown a generic meal plan at someone. Everyone eats. My consultation can is about an hour and a half long, and most of the consultation revolves around me getting to know that person, getting to know how they eat, when they eat, when they train, the foods that they love and the foods that they hate. And I and if they love pizza, I will give them a recipe so that they can have pizza every single day. I will make it work so that that it fits their macronutrient breakdown that they're allotted. So depending on how old they are, how much they eat. I mean, when if if they work a physical job, if they work a, um, a desk job, you know, all that all those factors come into play. And I try I. I, I know so many coaches that throw chicken and veggies, chicken and veggies, chicken and veggies, rice, chicken and veggies, chicken and veggies, you know? And it's like, it gets so old and nobody, I don't know very many people who can follow that forever. Right, and you know? it doesn't matter
0: how great the plan is, if you don't have compliance, you might as well not have a plan.
1: Yeah, so I teach people that it's fun. For instance, protein pancakes can be a part of your diet plan. If you like pancakes, if you have a sweet tooth, I give, I give my clients my whole recipe book, which is about 65 pages, of just really healthy recipes. Like, my pizzas are usually Ezekiel tortillas with um, with a homemade pizza sauce, which is just tomato paste and lots of different seasonings. And you top it with chicken and some, now I'm dairy-free, but it could be cheese or it could be dia cheese which is a vegan um cheese alternative but you know if you like pizza you can still have the flavors you can still have you can still have an exciting diet it doesn't have to be chicken rice and veggies all the time and i'm trying my vision really is to change the understanding of diet to become the true meaning of a non-restrictive healthy lifestyle like that that's what a diet is and people say oh i'm on a diet so are you eating salads? No. No, you don't have to eat a salad to be on a diet. Like that's not to be honest, you're better off eating a shrimp salad wrap than having that salad with extra dressing because the macronutrient breakdown is probably similar. If not, you're probably going to get a better macronutrient breakdown in the shrimp salad than that Caesar salad.
0: Yeah, if you, a lot of
1: people don't understand.
0: Right. If you have to use a third of a cup of ranch dressing just to get down your crappy iceberg lettuce
1: exactly you're, you're defeating the purpose profile right right you know so and i i teach people i i'm not a huge believer in if it fits your macros i don't know if people are familiar with that but there is something to be said about fitting your macros you know if for some reason i know a lot of people that they eat a cookie and they're like oh i screwed up so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna binge the rest of the day no, if you have a cookie, make it work. Okay, so you had a cookie. That's all right. Cut out the the rice with your lunch then. So you 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 had a mis- you made um I wouldn't call it a mistake. You know, you, it was yes. an accident. You or had you, a cookie. you chose so,
0: to get your carbohydrates from cookies instead of rice for that particular exactly.
1: meal. That's it. For that one day or that one meal, you substituted Mm -hmm. cookies with the rice. And that's what I tell a lot of my females. They have, they struggle a lot more than men because we're hormonal creatures. And we like chocolate random times of the day. And I get it. I understand. I'm a female, too. So there are times where I had pizza parties at my work. So I had a piece of pizza. And I'm like, all right, well... There goes my lunch. I'm not going to eat my lunch now because I had that pizza, but I'm still going to have the chicken part of my lunch because I need the protein. I had the fats and carbs. I need to complete that macronutrient profile for every meal. I have a balance of macronutrients and pizza usually only satisfies fat and carbs. So you've got to add a protein. You have to add a protein aspect to that piece of pizza. So it's, it's all about fitting your macros in, in my opinion, I think if it fits your macros, it makes sense, but I don't believe in eating Pop-Tarts every day. I just don't. No,
0: no. And I think a lot of our our listeners will agree with that too. I mean, you know, even if it fits your macros and, and you, there, there may be a few physical specimens out there who can get shredded or, you know, stay lean and add muscle eating that way, but it's certainly not the optimal health food and it's definitely not going to help cognitive function uh the way the equivalent macros from better quality food would um you know you can't tell me the fat in a pop tart is going to do the same thing for my cells that the fat in coconut oil or mct oil is going to do so
1: i can i can vouch for that statement right now because when i have cookies or something like that i am cognitively impaired my (laughs) adhd spikes up and i mean People will argue with me to the death and say, oh, ADHD, it's made up. No, it 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 came about because as children we are put on lots of antibiotics to fix our problems, you know, medication nowadays, pollution, all that stuff plays a factor in our cognitive health. And we have to make sure that what we put into our bodies counteracts those 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 medications that we took when we were younger or the environmental Uh, factors like pollution and carbon dioxide and all that stuff we can counterbalance a lot of the toxins that we are exposed to today with food
0: yeah everything that we put in our body is is a choice and it's a vote for not only where that food came from but what we want to create in our body and, and in that environment so yeah.
1: And I don't know about you, but I wanna I still wanna feel like I'm 25 years old when I'm 65.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Aren't
1: gonna get me there. No, <laughs> I, I
0: wanna be able to lift and, and do everything I do now for the next 50, 60, 80 years. And and I think most of our listeners will agree with us. Yeah. So um well, cool. Brittany, we're we're almost out of time. Um before we get to our last question, um tell the listeners where they can find more of you.
1: Um They can go to my Instagram page. It's called Just Believe to be Fit. It's J-U-S-T underscore B-L-E-E-B underscore the number two, the letter B, and then F-I-T. I Um, I post a lot of my recipes, a lot of fitness tips, a lot of motivation. Uh, I'll post progress pictures of my clients.
0: They can also email me at
1: B N leeb at gmail.com if they have any questions if they if they're considering um having me take them on as a client i have 70 plus clients now that i work with and i work with people from california to florida i actually have a client in canada and um saudi arabia so awesome
0: <laughs> um, so and and just for our listeners, we will have those links on the show notes at optimalperformance.com. So you'll be able to go there, click on them, and get in touch with Brittany if that's what you're looking to do. Um, so before we let you go, Brittany, all of our guests answer this question your top three tips for our listeners to perform optimally.
1: Top three tips. Um, You are what you eat, so don't be fast, cheap, or easy. Um, If it comes from the ground and it has a mom, eat it. Except humans. Don't eat humans. And believe in yourself. Love your body. You know, you were given, you were only given one life. So use it to your advantage and push yourself harder than you ever thought was possible your life and possibilities are just limitless and believe it you have to believe it
0: awesome those are great pieces of advice brittany thank you so much for your time and knowledge um listeners thank you guys for tuning in and brittany we'll catch up with you soon all
1: right thanks guys have a great day you were looking for a way to change your life you got it
0: I kind of think in some ways, selfishly, that it should remain a secret because it is
1: such an advantage that I kind of want to keep to myself.